The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. Workday Charity Open Round 3 Instant Reaction Pod. And it's going to be a lightning pod because we have a short turn around tomorrow. Let me welcome in my partner in crime. It's Kyle Porter. What up, KP? Uh, not much. Uh, we have not talked since we had the uh, the Jordan Spieth incident. You can timestamp that, Jacob. 24 on, seconds. <laughs> on, yeah, it might be a new record. On Friday, where he yells, freaking first cut. Have, have, have you, has anybody talked about that on this podcast yet? We, uh, we briefly brought it up. I can play it if you want. Let me cue it up. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's hear it. Leaves that about 15 feet oh, below the Freaking hole. first cut. Golly. He goes, freaking first cut. Golly. Freaking first cut. <laughs> he should be – we're the only podcast talking about him right now, so he should be praising us rather than bemoaning us. He is either the biggest fan of the show or <laughs> he hates us. I don't know. But freaking first cut, man. Freaking uh, first cut kept him from making the cut at, at uh, Muirfield Village. Yeah, that was – so real quick, uh, that I think Greg texted us like, did anybody hear Jordan Spieth say that? I'm like, I'm going to clip this right now. I will find this. What hole was it? And it, like, I found it like two seconds. It was so good. Now, we are going off in threesomes on Sunday. We're going off both tees. And we're going off from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. because there are storms a-brewing in Dublin, Ohio. So remember, you'll be able to watch the CBS stream for free starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. That broadcast is available at cbssports.com, the CBS Sports mobile app, and the CBS Sports app on OTT devices. That means Apple TV, Roku, and Fire TV. Then you will see the re-air on CBS at 3 p.m. Eastern time, Kyle, early morning for us. Early morning is, is the best, is the best way to do it. I, yeah, I, I love it. I I'm uh, you know, you get into like the late afternoon and then it gets into evening and it's like your whole day is gone. I mean the, the morning time, just knock it out, get a winner, get a champ, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, maybe grill out a little bit. I'm fired up. Let's do I was going to I was going to say they can get out of town, but they're not going anywhere. <laughs> that's just that's true. There. That's a good point. <laughs> So we'll have some extra time to do things. Uh, in the lead, I've heard of this guy, Justin Thomas, a two-shot lead on the field. Uh, the big storyline, I think, has to be the fact that he has now played 54 holes at Muirfield Village without a single bogey. He was the only guy to do it through two rounds. JT went out and did it for a third. I mean, it, it's crazy. I, I don't care if you're playing Muirfield or, or, or excuse me, Muirfield Village or Muirfield or <laughs> – yeah at Colonial or Detroit, I mean, wherever. Uh, yeah. You could probably go play the, you know, municipal five miles from my house. And to be bogey-free through 54 holes is 
it's sick. And I think it, I think it speaks to, and this is something that you and I have talked about a lot, just his consistency, right? Like his, his consistency in every category, he's not putting that great. And, right. and this, but this is how you put together a bogey free 54 holes is you're not saving a bunch of stuff with the putter. Your lights out from tee to green and your short game is, is phenomenal. And he's just, I don't know. He had a shot into 15 on Saturday in the third round that it, I don't know if you saw it, but the shot tracker on it, it looked like it was going off the property, but the way that he kind of bent it like into the green on 15, he had an Eagle putt. He's just, he's an unbelievable shot shaper. So fun to watch. He's going for win number 13, Rick. That's crazy. 13 yeah. wins. I mean, and, and maybe he, I guess he seems like the old guy compared to Hovland and Morikawa, but I, I think we sort of underrate what 13 wins would be at the age of 27. What's the stat where like, when Spieth got to like nine wins, Jordan, uh, Justin Thomas had like zero or something like that. Right. And now he's just absolutely lapped him. Yeah. It, I, I can't remember the exact number. Yeah. It's something like that though. Right. He just, he just has Spieth, piled them up. Spieth won five in, uh, 2015. Yeah. And that was JT's second year on tour. Right. Something like that. And I think JT won in like the fall of 15 or maybe it was the fall of 16, but yeah, you're right. And, and I, you know, I said this after the um, Tournament of Champions when JT went ahead of him. So JT got 12, Spieth has 11. I don't think Spieth will ever lead him again. No. And that sounds like maybe hyperbole, although not with the way that Spieth's playing. But JT's just – I think people I think people don't understand how competitive he is and how important it is that he's that competitive because that, that's, your, that's your advantage, right? Like – Obviously, his game's elite, but he just cares so much, sometimes too much. But I think it results in uh, a, a level of consistency that you don't see from other guys. Historically, he is carving out a spot in history that is fairly unbelievable. I mean, this would be his third win of the season, which would give him his third such season of three or more wins since 1970. Uh, I think there's 11 others who have done it all basically every single one of them is a hall of famer and his 13th win at this age uh, would be the second youngest to 13 since a someone named tiger woods. It's unreal. Who who, uh, Rory was the, was the other one for the youngest. Yeah. In terms that you said second youngest. So yeah. Oh no, sorry. He would be the second youngest tiger would be the only one younger. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so Wow. That, yeah. It's insane. And yeah, I don't, I, it's hard to know what to do with him historically because he, he still only has the one major, right? He's got one PGA. I just think that, you know, uh, Brendan Porat tweeted this after Kapalua. He said the decade of JT begins and that's, that's ac- like, that's right. Like that is the most accurate thing because this is going to be JT's decade. He could, we, we could be sitting here in 10 years. Hopefully we're out of the pandemic by then. <laughs> And talking about how JT won 25 times in the decade. I mean, 20 times. I I don't know what the number is, but that's how good he is from tee to green. That's how consistent he is. And I think that's how um, good he can be over a long period of time, I guess. Nipping at his heels is Victor Hovland, who is going to go into Sunday two shots back. He's 14 under. Uh, Thomas and Hovland are one and two in strokes gained tee to green. Yep. Victor Hovland, you mentioned this on HQ just a few minutes ago. He hits shots that 
are so beautiful. Like, yeah. like I, it's almost hard to believe you, you, the, the drivable par four, he hits driver into it to four feet and he hit three wood into it on Saturday. And he hits so many, like he hits these nuclear four irons that almost look like they've got backspin on them when they hit the green. It, it's insane. And I don't know. I mean, he had a shot into 18. He, his drive on 18 was like off to the right in the rough. And he went after a shot on like in the rough on 18 that I, I was worried that he injured himself, how, how, how hard he went after it. And, and, and what it creates because of his swing, um, like, like the way his swing is, it creates so much height, so much uh, arc on his shots that he's able to stop shots on these greens that he shouldn't be able to do i mean the driver on 14 on friday <laughs> how do you stop a ball like that i mean it, it looked like he hit like a like a like a sawed off nine iron or something like it just it just like hits and kind of rolls out a little bit and you're like that's a driver from 315 away it's he's uh what his first in strokes gain off the tee listen to this he's gaining five point one six strokes off the tee second is sam Ryder at 3.7 so he's just i mean this is what he does though like he's just destroying the field from from tee to green and especially off the tee and i think you pointed this out on hq if him or jt putts at all on sunday like they're gonna have a great round because neither one of them i mean they've been okay average maybe a little bit above average but neither one has had a big putting day yet so that's something to i think keep an eye on on sunday I, I want to argue – this would be a tough argument to make considering what we've seen some, from Bryson in the restart, but I want to make the argument that he's been the best player in the restart. And I love this. I think this is great. My – what I think is the most important stat is strokes gained T to green. So he's second this week behind only JT. Yep. The last two weeks – so it would have been Rocket Mortgage, he was first. Travelers, he was first. And then RBC Heritage and Charles Schwab, he was like at worst 11th in each of – like he's just been unbelievable – from T to green, which I think is so critical. Now, Bryson's got the trophy. Bryson's got the win. But Hovland is I, – I, I I'm out of words. I'm out of words at this point. So what you're saying is you're going to put together a power ranking for next week. <laughs> yeah, but my rank is just going to be, since the restart, cumulative strokes gain T to green. <laughs> that's, that's definitely the way to do it. Don't, don't bring any uh, subjectivity into it at all whatsoever. Uh, you're right, though. I, th I think it's a great point. And if you look back – I can't remember. I think it's Hovland, Bryson, and Lucas Glover are the only three guys to finish top 25 in the first three events back. Now, not everybody has played all of those, obviously. Right. And somebody like Daniel Berger finished top five in the only events that he's played. <laughs> so it's hard, to, it's hard to measure like that against what Hovland has done. But to your point, like he has not putted at all. I mean, do we think he can be like – do we think he can be – an an above average putter on the PGA tour. Can he be a good putter or is he going to kind of live in like the, not the Ben on Hideki zone, but like, uh, I don't know. Who's a, who's an average putter. Mm. Scott Stallings. No, that's just the placeholder. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so, so I, I see where you're going and I like this and like, okay. So what skills like does, I feel like putting is a skill or at least short game you know, chipping is, is a skill that kind of develops on tour because now you're playing on tour on specific greens all the time. You're learning. Like, remember that he's also like playing all these places for like, oh, I don't know, the first time, yeah. essentially. He's so young. Like, what happens when he banks five years worth of knowledge at these places? He might gain a half a stroke on the green just from the knowledge. 
Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, and if he, I mean, this is the thing, like, and, and this, was, this goes back to at the end of last year, somebody, I can't remember who did a study on, because uh, Hovland didn't, ha- I don't think he had enough rounds to, like, uh, to, to qualify for some of the strokes gain stuff, but off the tee, he, it was like Rory DJ Hovland, right? Like that, like, that was the group that he was in. Uh, that's how good he was off the tee. And if we're, and if we're looking at the Bryson thing and saying, well, length and what you do off the tee is by far the most important thing on the PGA tour in the regular season. And I think it probably is. I, I think most people would kind of lean that way. Then how, then Hovland's going to be good, right? Like no matter what he does with his putter, he's going to have weeks where he does catch a hot putter. I, I just wonder if he can live at like, 40th or 50th on the tour in putting because that's sort of like the Rory zone that's like where when Rory has good years and and he's had I I think Rory is actually mostly like a pretty good putter I think he had a couple years where he was bad and it it kind of like um, made people view him overall differently but if he can live if Rory can live at 40th or 50th he wins three times a year and I almost feel the same thing about Hovland I'm not saying that Hovland is as good as Rory but I need you to live at like 60th 50th something like that on the pga tour in terms of putting and you're gonna be really really good for a long time the most average putter on tour aaron Baddeley, minus 0.003 strokes gained putting i guess strokes lost per round that's 117th on tour that's the if average. uh if Hovland puts like Aaron Badley, he's going to win like 25 majors. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be crazy <laughs> all right we got to talk about colin morikawa um obviously goes out shoots the best round of the day on Thursday, I think tied for the best round of the day on Friday. Uh, he will be, this is, this is the final, the final group for Sunday, which is unbelievable. Morikawa, Hovland and Justin Thomas. Um, Morikawa couldn't ride the hot putter on, on Saturday, like he's been doing for the first two rounds. And he was a little loose with the irons. How, how concerned are we here? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, the, the iron play was not great. Uh, he had some bad shots. He had a shot on 17 that it was like, Ikes. That was, that was not like a, I mean, it wasn't an easy shot, but it wasn't difficult. And he just like completely missed the green. And, and so I, I wonder if, you know, we talked to, we discussed this a little on HQ. Is it, is it nerves? Is it, it's gotta be a little nerves, right? Like it, it can't just be like, Oh, I'm in the, I'm leading the, this at Muirfield village by three over JT. Like I'm not feeling anything. Like, don't you think there's something there that it's, it's just, it just feels different. Yeah. I, I, as, as unflappable as he is and as mature as he is, he's not a robot. Like there is still situations that are going to have him thinking or going to be in the back of his mind or whatever. And, and when things start, you always find when things start to go a little bit sideways, when he missed that four footer on had to be nine, it was bad. You, yeah, it was like things, things changed and yeah. he was very confident in the putter. And then he's probably thinking, Oh boy, this is what I've done before. Uh, I better be careful here. Yeah. He lost one, uh, one and a half strokes on approach shots on Saturday, which is, I bet he, I bet he hasn't been worse. I mean, you have the numbers probably, but I bet he hasn't been worse than that in any round in his PGA tour career so far. I know that's not a ton of rounds it's not a ton of tournaments but it was just not very good I I I was encouraged kind of what by the way he closed I mean he he was definitely just leaking oil and he was fighting it coming home but he makes uh birdie on 18 he makes birdie on 15 the par five uh the birdie on 18 was big time that was a 
yeah what was that like a 25 no it was like 15 foot putt but still it was it, that was key to get within i mean you're down four to jt going into sunday that's yeah. that's not great you know he, he stops he stopped the bleeding with that putt yeah for sure so he's got a chance that that final group i mean i don't even know if i'm gonna watch any other groups on the course it's just gonna be it's gonna be awesome i can't wait <laughs> Uh, that was his his Saturday round was his third worst approach round ever. Only okay. only two worst. Uh, all right, Kyle, I want to update our picks for Sunday. Figure this out. We'll take a look at the odds. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple. And that's where super feet comes into play. These super feet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. And we're back. All right, KP, as you can imagine, Justin Thomas, the odds-on favorite to win the Workday Charity Open. He has minus 175. Victor Hovland right behind at plus 333, so basically three and a half to one. And then Colin Morikawa, six to one. Uh, would you like to make a pick for tomorrow's final round? Well, I went VinceCarter.gif on HQ <laughs> on Friday, and yeah. uh, I can't back off that. I'm, uh, I'm sticking with Morikawa. I, there's not... I mean, literally the only reasoning I have is because the last two leaders that we've had that have been leading by three strokes have lost, right? It was <laughs> yeah. uh, Brendan Todd, uh, who, uh, who uh, oh, Matthew Wolf last week. So yeah. maybe JT melts down. I just, I think JT is the type of guy where like, if he doesn't have his stuff, like Matthew Wolf didn't have it last week. If JT doesn't have it tomorrow, he's going to be still a nightmare to deal with because he's going to be just scratching and clawing to get it to the back nine, to get it to the last couple holes and then try to shut it, shut it down. I think that's, that's the advantage of somebody like a JT where he's, he's been through these before. He knows, he knows like what you have to do that, that, that's going to be, that's going to be tough to overcome for more and for Hovland. Yeah. A two or three shot lead for Brendan Todd and Matthew Wolf feels a lot different than a two shot lead for Justin Thomas, yeah. unfortunately for the rest of the field. So my head certainly says JT congrats on number 13. Uh, we'll see you on, on the way to 20 or whatever, but um, <laughs> I, I, I still, I would, God, I would want, I want so bad. My heart wants so bad for Victor Hovland to win this. Um, he shoots a 66 on Saturday with two bogeys and he can't putt like, yeah. It's so good. And then as also as a side note, I want, I want the Puerto Rico open curse to end. And this is like, he's, he's getting close every week. He could do it. This is the week. Unfortunately, I, JT's I, in his way. I wish I loved my kids as much as you love the Puerto Rico. <laughs> open curse. Uh, the problem is once it's over, I'm done. I can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> so two things real quick. One, the ending's going to be awesome because 14 is probably going to be drivable. 
15's awesome. It, it's just a really fun ending, and I hope it's close. I hope it's tight late. Number two, JT's going to win Wingfoot. He's going to win the U.S. Open. Yeah, probably. Call it. Walk off. And then number three, did you see the Tony Finau uh, swing on Twitter? Yeah, like um, 206 mile an hour ball speed and like a 380 carry. That's what so, happens when you like don't cut your swing off at your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's Bryson's box. It's like Pandora's box. Bryson's box has been open, and we can't ever go back. Bryson, what if this turns out where all these guys are like, oh, I could just swing harder and hit it further too. <laughs> Bryson just told us this and now it backfires and he never wins again because everyone else just hits it further. That would be incredible. <laughs> Rory, Rory averages like 370 next week. Yeah, You're like, Rory's oh, like, oh, okay. Bryson, you don't think I can swing harder? Like watch this, buddy boy. Uh, uh, real great. quick, what we've been doing is we've been trying to identify um, kind of plays and fades for the next day when we do these. So the, the formula that we've, been kind of using is one that you and I talk about a lot, KP. Guys that are playing well tee to green and losing strokes putting, those guys are due for a little positive regression. The opposite, guys that are uh, putting great but hitting striking the ball poorly are certainly in trouble. So I've got a couple that I've pointed out. Um, the fades, unfortunately, friend of the pod, Ian Poulter, uh, <laughs> gaining 7.7 strokes putting over the course of the week. Uh, only good. gaining two strokes tee to green. Uh, I, Poulter's a great putter, but that's unsustainable, my friend. Yeah, unsustainable. I think last time I looked, he was first in the field. He's got to be first in the field. Uh, he, uh, yeah, and, and it, yeah, fade for sure. Stuart Sink was the other one. Stuart Sink uh, has been literally, like, basically everything, but only his short game is gaining strokes. I think he's been losing uh, badly off the tee, badly on approach, and he's been dominant on and around the greens, which, again, is something that does not trend and track day-to-day. Yeah, no, it, it does not. The other thing that's worrisome is that we kind of referenced this earlier, but Morikawa is sixth in putting so far, which for him is not – that's not where he exists. And so I just – I wonder if – I don't know. I, I don't I'm worried about Sunday for him. I'm a little bit worried too. The uh the plays in theory would be guys like Russell Henley, who has gained seven and a half strokes from T to Green. He's gained in every category except the devious strokes gained putting where he's lost 1.7. And I can't even call him friend of the pod. I'd be so happy if we made him a friend of the pod. He's like deity of the pod sung jm um <laughs> i don't know what to like we have to get a name for him uh, uh especially recently so today his today's his excuse me wow saturday round uh gained over three strokes from t to green lost almost three strokes on the green so you can't even you can't even talk about him properly i get, I get all hot and bothered yeah <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we can get sung jay on the pod right Producer Jacob, we've got to get Sungjae on the let's pod. Get, let's get something out to his people. Get some feelers out this week. Yeah, come on. I mean, let's I know he it. plays like 15 hours a day, but maybe like at the turn he can pop in for like 10 minutes or yeah, something. Yeah, give us 10 minutes. Jacob <laughs> says we'll work on it, which I feel like is just a way to like appease us so we can wrap this up because he is – I didn't feel like very confident about that response from Producer Jacob. Uh, um, all right, KP, it's going to be a good one. Reminder, again, it is an early day tomorrow. Action will be streaming on cbssports.com and CBS Sports mobile app for free. You're able to watch the CBS stream 
on uh, for free starting at 11 a.m. Eastern. That broadcast is available on CBSSports.com, CBS Sports mobile app, and CBS Sports app on OTT devices. Those are Apple TV, Roku, and Fire TV. Then, if you want to watch it, the re-air, 3 o'clock Eastern on CBS. Kyle Porter, final words. How awesome is our is our Sunday final final group? Well, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't even have the words. Uh, it's, it's incredible. The, the, it's a, it's a fiesta. I tweeted that out. It's a ball striking fiesta. Should be a blast. JT is, uh, JT is going to be awesome. And I think it's going to be good for Hovland and Morikawa to be around that for 18 holes to see. Again, I talked about this with Wolf last week. What does it feel like? What does it feel like on a Sunday? They felt it a little bit, but to be with JT, and to be in the final group of JT where you're trying to win the tournament, that's going to be a different experience. And it'll set them up nicely for their uh, singles match at uh, the 2021 Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. From your mouth to the golf gods' ears, my, my <laughs> man. I would I would love that. All right, that'll do it. Uh, Kyle Porter, find him on Twitter at KylePorterCBS. You can find me on Twitter at RickRunGood. This has been The First Cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.